It's the two megastars summer mashup. The awesome iPhone on the Rockstar Metro PCS Network. Get the iPhone you've always wanted for zero dollars so you can jam without limits. It's a hit. Get an iPhone SE on us when you switch. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Requires port of number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or on Metro PCS in past 90 days to an unlimited LTE plan. See store for details and terms and conditions. Welcome to the Grown Man Issue 2017 Year in Review. I am Mike J, and I have with me. Hey, this is Bowtie Fresh. How y'all doing this afternoon? Hey, man. Thank y'all for Industry. rocking with us. Hey, man, I, I guess before we start, man, let's thank everybody who's who's listened, who's got on the who's actually, you know, actually participated in the podcast as far as either being on shows with us, sending us your listener mail, listener emails, and uh, texting us different stuff, hitting us on social media. So I do appreciate everybody, you know, who went down with us because, you know, this is something we just kind of kind of started the, uh, probably, what, August? August or so? So uh, yeah, you know, definitely like we appreciate everybody, you know, rocking with us. It's been growing every week. So and I'm excited because both times, now, we had a meeting the other day. I'm not going to tell everybody what we met about, but it's going to be some interesting and, you know, big things coming for, you know, what we're trying to be, what we are building for 2018. So once we get all everything, you know, taken care of, we'll let everybody know. But I think it's definitely going to, everybody's going to like it, enjoy it, and it's going to give more power to the listeners. So definitely looking forward to that. But, that is for uh, sure, def- man. And, and, and de- definitely. Got got some things on the horizon. You know, we stay trying to uh, push ourselves with, with the podcast for sure. Um, definitely try to think outside the box, think how we can continue to grow, how we can kind of give you guys the, the content that you want, but but also grow the podcast as well. So definitely thank you to everybody who, who has been down and, and supportive. Thank you to everybody who's new, uh, you know, the, the, the just now starting to uh, roll with us. We appreciate it, and, you know, hopefully y'all will stick with us through 2018 because it's going to be a good year. It's going to be a good year for the Real Managed Podcast. Oh, definitely, man. I'm excited. So after we met Friday, I'm like, I'm geeked. I'm, you know, we've been cooking. So, yeah, you know man. what I mean? So this is like, this is kind of like, you know how on New Jack City, when, you know, when Nino, when he found out they had the crack, and that's how I felt, man. I felt like I wanted to jump up <laughs> like G-Money and then I'll start wilding out after I hit the jumper in the park. She waxed my Jimmy all night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, uh, hey, man, so before we get into it, man, so tell me about your 2017. Man, 2017 was – my 2017 was pretty pretty decent, you know. I mean, there were um, definite um, moments and points in, in my life that were um, not so good. But uh, everybody who knows Bowtie Fresh that I'm, I am a glass half full kind of guy. I'm always very optimistic. So I try to learn from those trials and tribulations. Uh, I thank God for those trials and tribulations because they only make me stronger. Um, and, of course, God was able to navigate me uh, through all of those things. But um, on the flip side, you know, 2018 was it was a pretty solid year uh, for me, um, for both both personally and professionally. Um it was it was pretty nice, you know. the The podcast, Mike J and I, began started this podcast and and uh, started to try to grow our own brand, um, put ourselves out in a different in a different uh, light. Uh, Mike J and I, this isn't this isn't what we do, you know. It's what, what not what we went to school for, not what our careers are, what our degrees or anything of that nature. Um, but 
at, at the same time, like we both are very passionate about um, speaking our mind, so to speak. We're both very passionate about social injustices and causes and bringing attention to causes and um, giving back and helping. So we felt like this was a good platform for us to get our point of view out, but at the same time, um, definitely try to help those uh, and, and provide some insight to those that are, that are in need. Um, Professionally, though, uh, there was there was a lot of good things that happened for your boy Bowtie Fresh, and and they, those things are continuing over into 2018. Just um, foundational things that I set in place in 2017. Um, everybody has been talking about. I've been seeing a lot um, about uh, having uh, or generating multiple um, income streams or revenue streams, and uh, Bowtie Fresh has a couple of those. Uh, you know, I have a few um, revenue streams coming coming. In, I said, but uh, I, de I definitely think that I may be a part of that movement for 2018. I want to um, broaden those horizons and, and branch out a little bit more. Um, so that's probably like a little personal thing going into 2018 for you guys. You know, try to strive, try to uh, not let anyone deter you. Uh, personally, um, 2017 was was pretty. It was it was rocky. Uh, there were some family things that had gone on in, in my personal life, but. Um, at the same time, uh, my, my very close friends, you know, Mike J, uh, uh, Mike Jacks, Ray, uh, my uncle Big C, uh, my cousin Rick, you know, there, there were a lot of cats that were in my corner, uh, my boy um, uh, JB, Dre, you know, my, my, my close circle, uh, these cats were really uh, supportive, uh, really in my corner, and that, those, are my, those, are, those are my dudes, man, so... Um, definitely give thanks to those brothers because they are my brothers and, and their families for 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 rocking with me and enjoying those good times and help push me through some through some difficult times. But then also a few of those guys, you know, enlightened me, you know, shed some light and, and gave me some different ideas. Like you know, hey, you know, Bowtie, you might want to you know look at it this way or approach it that way. So um, it was it was good year overall, man. 2017. It was definitely better than my 2016. So progress is good, right, Mike? Uh, no doubt, man. No doubt. So it's all it's man, all so a talk to me, me, talk to me about your twenty seventeen, man. Oh uh, man, twenty seventeen was rough. You know what I'm saying? Professionally, personally, uh, you know, it got better as the year went on. But yeah, man, it it was definitely rough. It was like, but you know, like you said earlier, you know, God things sets things up. You know, it's not going to tear you down. It's only going to build you. He only can put on you what you can bear. So uh, yeah, that's kind of how I took it, man. Uh, you know, even when I started to start the podcast, because this is something that I guess kind of just to enlighten folks. So I, we might have told the story. I guess not. If not, then you guys can hear it again. It's brief. When I was in, in, uh, in graduate school, I was helping some young brothers. One of my one of my OGs was like, hey, we should have them brothers do a podcast. I was like, cool. So we helped them do that. So, you know, you know, we got them started, and they were doing their thing and all that type of stuff. So then later, comes a few years, I'm like, man, we should do one. So I started, you know, I started doing one. I talked to both sides about it. And then he was, I was like, all right, man, here, listen to it. So then a couple other cats liked it, jumped on. But uh, it, this honestly has helped me, you know, uh, give me just something to look forward to besides the every day, you know, go to work, come home, do all the other type of stuff. So another outlet, a creative outlet. So Absolutely. definitely something, something to look forward to. And, you know, there's something that we want to build. I'm excited to build and, you know, build with both sides, obviously. And just, just keep pushing forward. But 2017, eh, was, it went through a really rusted – rough part both professionally and personally it was kind of hit at the same time but you know you know things you know you have gotten through it i'm still here y'all still listen to this podcast so it's definitely a blessing man so uh 
Yeah, yeah, man. So, hey, man. Before you go forward, I definitely I, I want to give another shout out to my to my other brother Rob. Uh, that's another cat that that's been you know he and I've been friends since kids, and just like myself and Mike J. Mike J. know Rob. But I want I want to give a shout out to my boy Rob too, along with my other brothers I named earlier. Um, definitely a, a foundation and and a cat that helped push me throughout this year. And and my boy Rob has had some some major successes for himself this year too that that I was able to be a part of and help push him through too. So uh, definitely shout out to Rob too. Uh, no doubt, no doubt, man. All right, man. So we're gonna jump in. We're gonna jump into uh, definitely jump into this 2017, man. So, uh, hey, man. So let me ask you this. So uh, we kind of do we uh, finish, did you get your goals? Do you give your goals for 2018 before we really jump into this? Uh, I would say my goals for 2018 uh, are one uh, to continue to grow my my current multiple revenue streams, but uh, expand outside of those to generate uh, to try to generate a few more. Um, I want to continue to grow as a father. Um, everybody who knows me knows that my, my boys are, are why I do everything. Um, so I want to continue to be a better father and role model to them. Um, they, my boys did tell me on Christmas Eve that I was the best dad on the planet. So I take that as a compliment. I must be doing something right. Um, I definitely want to continue to try to be a better mate, a better husband to my wife. She's, uh, she's been supportive. We've been through a lot. Uh, but, you know, we, we are continuing to try to overcome and, and push each other. Um, so I definitely want to try to be a better mate and a better husband. Um, and then just for me, uh, another biggie is to continue to do more work. I do a lot of work in the community, a lot of volunteer work, a lot of giving back, and I want to do more um, because my blessings should be shared. Um, I'm not one of those individuals that, you know, you know, try to stunt on people or, you know, talk about what I have or anything like that. I, I want to be able to help others in need. I want to be able to help others get on their path uh, to improve their success too. So that's probably one of my biggest things is just uh, continue to be uh, as, he, as uh, um, have as much humility as possible, but then also try to help others get on a better path for themselves. Cool, cool, man. For me, uh, this strive me in a better Christian, better person, better mate. Better, you know, better leader at work, leader at the house. Uh, definitely want to grow the podcast and what we got going forward for 2018. That's kind of like really I'm something really excited about, you know. And there's some other things professionally I want to do. I don't really want to get it to on here. But, you know, as I get to those goals, I definitely want to let, you know, kind of give you guys a glimpse of what I want to do. But, man, enough about us, man. Cause, you know, the people, they know us. So, uh, hey, man, so let's get into 2017, man. So uh, let's, let's start off right with now. The, yeah, nice. We're gonna do a little run, a little rundown. It's been de- definitely interesting. So we're gonna talk about Trump. We're not gonna have the whole show be about that, but I'm just just curious. So, what comes to mind when you think of Trump in 2017? Man, the very first thing that comes to mind, uh, just when you say the word Trump, the, the two things. But the number one thing is is my man throwing the paper towels at the at the individuals. Um, oh man, now the, it escapes me. Where was he at? Puerto Rico. Supposed to be given Puerto aid. Rico. Puerto Rico. That was part, that's probably anytime I hear his name, like that's one of the first things, the images that come into my mind is just him like throwing the paper towels at people like he's shooting basketball. And it's like, bro, you obviously are not taking this seriously. Like these people are in need and here you are like playing around, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like holding a carrot above a rabbit. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to make yourself feel empowered. That's probably one of the, the, the first that I should say probably that is the first image that I get when I when I think of Trump of 2017. Um other than that, it's just a lot of the the Twitter stuff, man. Like I've not, you know, you're, you're the you're the president of the United States, you know, one of the most powerful people in the free world, if not the most powerful. 
and here you are in, you know, random Twitter beats with, like, LeVar Ball and other people. You know what I mean? It's like some things should be beneath you. You know, just keep just keep him pushing. Some things don't need, don't need you to address. And the fact that he's able to be baited into so many of those things uh, is kind of, kind of disappointing. Oh, yeah, man. For me, uh, it started off the inauguration because I was in D.C. when they were setting it up because I went to D.C. in 2016 at the very end of the year. So they were getting everything ready. You know, they lied about the numbers, saying it was the biggest uh, the biggest uh, inauguration ever. That ended up being a lie. Uh, I think about him calling those NFL players sons of bitches and talking about you're fired. I think about the yeah. paper towel thing and his that fake Spanish accent he put on, like Puerto Rico. Uh, I mean, it's a lot. I mean, I honestly could do a whole this rundown on on him, but uh, that's just that's just kind of just the first thing to come to my mind. So, just hit us up. Also, you know, after the show and whatever, hit us up some things that you thought of Trump twenty seventeen. But uh, yeah, man. So uh, it's also, I don't want to spend too much time on the on the orange on the orange the apricot color baboon. So we're gonna push on, man. So another thing this year, man, was <laughs> I was gonna say with, with with Trump. One one more thing with Trump. Have you have oh, you yeah. seen a lot of the the little Twitter uh, things talking about impeach Trump twenty eighteen? Let's take no, America back. Have you have you seen any of that? No, I haven't, I haven't seen <laughs> I've been that, seeing it sure pop up online. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it on a Twitter a lot. And I've been seeing it on Instagram too, which is kind of kind of one of those things. Like, man, we're going to get carried over into 2018 with this mess now. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely. Yeah, let's, let's, get, let's, let's get off let's, 45 though. Yeah, man. So let's put something, something serious, man. This is how to get a lot of mass shootings, man. Uh, that lost yeah. Vegas, different places around the country, man. So I don't want to touch on it too much, man, but we definitely want to continue to send our, you know, hearts and thoughts and prayers out to all that stuff was going on, man, because it seemed like, honestly, we like the, we had, it seemed like we had like three or four episodes in a row that we were saying the same thing about, you know, people being, you know, mad, killed in mass shootings. And I just, I just seen yeah, one I mean, had something today. Uh, in Colorado, I I yeah, I was about to say yeah. that. Colorado. Yeah, they said there was a, a, an officer that was killed, like two or three other officers wounded, and like three or four, prede- or you know, civilians wounded in a, in a mass shooting just today. Yeah, this, and then before, actually, we started the show, they found a guy, I think in Houston, uh, I don't know, they found him somewhere with all these guns. I think, I don't know if he was going to do something during, you know, the as far as the, uh, what's that, New Year's Eve or something like that, so... You know, you definitely oh, yeah. just you, you see all this stuff that goes on. It's somebody didn't think he was going to use it, but he had all this artillery. So once I, I'll I'll find it. I'll find it and see if I can post it on Twitter once I find it again. But it was just like a quick rundown before I actually started the show. But yeah, man. So I'm not going to get really into the gun debate. You know, people have their own opinions about that. You know, both time and I, we have our our different opinions. But it's just it was just one of those things in 2017. It was just sad to see people being murdered like this and. No one really want right. to address this to me, you know, what, what is, you know, one of the big causes, and that's gun control, because, you know, you have people who have weapons that they use or that the military uses, and they're using to shoot civilians. So, you know, we can, we can, we can table that, or people, if you guys want to have something to say, feel free to hit us up on our social media or email. All our information, all our social media and email information will be in the episode when you click on it. So send us something if you feel like, you know, you have something different to bring about, and we definitely can talk about it. Uh, but, yeah, uh, that's one. That's one thing Mike J and I like, man. We like good conversation. So yeah, it's not it's not about agreeing with us or or disagreeing with us or anything like that. We just want to have good dialogue, good open conversation. You know, let's have some understanding here and, and try to progress 
um, our lives. When I say our lives, I mean society. You know, let's, let's keep pushing forward and, and stop with all the the nonsense and the hate and all that type of stuff. You know, I know uh, Bota or, or uh, Mike J wants to. We're gonna talk about Charlottesville, so maybe this is our lead-in. So you know, man, talk talk to the people about you know 2017 in Charlottesville and your take. Man, it, I mean, it was just sad. You know, you see these people, you see these ignorant people. You know, the white the white supremacists. You know. And then the fact of showing, you know, the lady being killed by the car. You seen that that young brother being jumped, right? And it's taking a long time for him. They actually they want to charge him with something. And then going back to Trump, talking about it was good people on both sides. So just watching that unfold, man, and seeing people feel like they want to take their country back, which you know I don't understand. The people I feel like would take their country back would be Native Americans, but that's neither here nor Absolutely. there. I mean, but uh, yeah, it was just sad to see, man. You know, just a balance of how do you want to stand up for yourself as far as, you know, if somebody hits you, do you swing back? I mean, do you see how? Right. I mean, because I, honestly, I respect the Gandhi. I respect Dr. King, but they're stronger individuals and stronger men than I am because I know if you do something to me, I'm going to do something back to you. So I definitely mm-hmm. give props to the, for people who are nonviolent. But, you know, to see that occur, man, it's sickening. I definitely agree, man. I mean, I, I definitely agree. And, you know, a lot of... A lot of times you you see it, especially from these hate groups and, and white supremacists and things like that. But honestly, man, like I don't I don't appreciate it or, or or support it from anybody. I don't care what color you are, you know, what your religion is or any any of that type of stuff, man. Like if you're promoting hate and you're out here, you know, trying to harm innocent people, you know, there was a there there was a thing, and I, I think it might have also been North Carolina where they were hanging up signs and warning interracial couples that somebody was going to die if they were seen out and all this other type of stuff. Like, I mean, you, if you're promoting hate, man, you, you there's a special place in hell for you, man. I mean, you're just out here trying to look for an issue, trying to stir up an issue, trying to stir stuff up, and it's uncalled for. So um, I don't care if you're white supremacist. I don't care if you're, you're, you're ISIS. I don't care if you're a Black Panther. If your message is hate, Bowtie Fresh ain't with it, man. I'm not. I'm not with it. Yeah, man. So I think that pretty much sums it up on that, man. But another thing that happened this year was one of the biggest things was uh, hashtag Me Too. And for those who don't know, Me Too was uh, it was actually started by a black woman, <laughs> and it talked about mm-hmm. you know sexual harassment in the workplace. So it seemed like for you know day after day, from Matt Lauer to Harvey Weinstein to other you know pe- pretty important people. There was just, you know, these men that were, you know, being, you know, losing their jobs and women coming out and saying how they were sexually harassed, sexually assaulted, you know, in some cases, I believe, in raped. So, you know, there right. is, so it's been something that just things have I'm changed. Saying, Sylvester Stallone recently just was just accused of rape, and he's, he's yeah, pissed about that. it. There was, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I ho- hopefully nothing happened to any of these folks. You know, I don't. I, I would hope that something, no one was ever raped or anything like that. That's that's just that's a heinous and vile act. But like Mike J said, just the fact that so many individuals are speaking out and coming out, you know, it's commend them for being brave enough to 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 come out and speak out against such such crimes and such acts. But man, like it's it's almost one of those things where it's. Like like Mike J spoke about about the, the the mass shootings, man. It's it's like every other day, some big time you know athlete or star, movie star, singer, whomever, is coming out or or, or being accused of something. You know, uh, Russell Simmons and 
you know, so forth and so on. I mean, some people, I've seen different conversations on social media. People take it all the way back to Mr. Bill Cosby, and, like, you know, there was such a huge backlash and people losing, you know, saying they're not going to support him for his allegations. And now, you know, it's one of those things where it's 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 running rampant. Like, it's affecting so many different people. So it's like, how do we get a hold of this, you know, is the hashtag Me Too and these folks coming out, you know, their bravery and their their bravery to stand up. But how do we how do we begin to fix this? How do, how do we snuff all this stuff out and begin to try to try to change some of this behavior? Yeah, and I, I think it's just gonna have to be, you know, as as a man, and I've I've never sexually harassed a woman, not the, you know, but it's been it's more about just being better and being cognizant of being better and making better decisions, knowing that uh, you know, there's certain things that you can't say. Nor especially actions nor doing, you know, like, you know, touching somebody inappropriate. I remember I was reading something from Soledad O'Brien, and she was talking about how when she was a young news a news person, newswoman, how the guy was, like, massaging her shoulders and making her feel uncomfortable. And I believe the guy was, like, her boss. So, you know, you mm-hmm. look at that, and, you know, in my, I guess, regular professional life, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm in leadership, and I have all women employees. I don't think about ever doing that to any of them, but... You know, you just have to be cognizant about your decisions that you make, stuff that you do, stuff that you say. Even the stuff that went down with the NFL Network, I don't know if you heard about it, where the, uh, mm-hmm. they were, yeah. you know, allegedly the uh, the makeup lady was being harassed. And, you know, some of the stuff that they were led to doing, like, you know, they gave her a sex toy. They were talking about that they would, like, you know, rub on her behind when she came in the room. One of the, one of the players allegedly sent her a video of him, like, Masturbating in the shower, super tour. I'm like, yo, who even who yeah. thinks to do something yeah. like that? I mean, you know, yeah. I just just some of the stuff. Even though Botan, he is, he's in a relationship with his wife, and I'm in a relationship. I don't think to do that to my partner, <laughs> you know. And we in a committed relationship, so I, I don't, I don't know where some of the stuff happens. So you know, you just you you, you read stuff like that, man. This is about men being better and. You're going to have to take account for your actions. And, you know, one thing I did was interesting. I want your opinion on it. So I was, you know, I was somewhere, and I heard women talking about this. And a lot of times I don't say anything when I'm at work because, you know, I'm kind of the outlier. So they were just basically, they were they were women who were blaming other women for coming out and, you know, saying these things. So what do you think about that? Uh, I, honestly, I, I think that that's that's a fine line to toe. Uh, you don't you don't know what an individual has you know suffered from or whatnot. So um, I, I hate the whole shaming thing, but but you shouldn't come out and try to victim shame someone. Um, you know you don't know what happened, whether it, whether something was genuine or not. You just got to take it as what it is and let things play out. Um, I do think that. Uh, as as people, you know, we unfortunately have a tendency to just kind of go against what someone else is saying or say, oh, you're lying or, oh, you're this or you're that or whatever, as opposed to trying to support the person and say, okay, you know, hey, I'm sorry this happened for you or happened to you, you know what I'm saying, and, and try to, you know, just be a, at least a listening ear or, or at minimum be a, be objective. Don't take any side, you know, just, just kind of sit it out and see how things play out. So I, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with people uh, coming out and talking about uh, women, talking about other women and things of that nature in a negative light with regards to this because uh, many of these allegations are very serious. You know, you're talking about raping individuals or, um, you know, drugging individuals so that they don't know what's going on or something of that nature. I mean, that, that's pretty serious. And I don't think that's, a, in my opinion, I don't think it's okay for someone to come out and just say, oh, you're lying or, oh, you're, this is ridiculous to shut up or something like that. Like, that's that's not okay. 
Yeah, so it was just interesting to hear to hear their thoughts because you know, like you guys, you know, they were talking. It was it was going on, and then I know specifically with Matt Matt Lauer when he was with that from the Daily Today Show. You know, it was just like yeah. they. It was just like, oh, well, I just can't believe this, and who am I going to watch on TV now? And you know, so. <laughs> You know, it's, it's like, bigger wow. than that. You know, you you yeah, you you, just, you want to come out and say it's bigger than that. Who cares about which who you gonna watch on TV? If somebody's life was affected. You know what I'm saying? Emotionally, physically, or whatever the case may be. Here you are worried about who you gonna watch on TV. It was interesting to me because it was that's, women. So you know, forty-five minds, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh well, definitely. Well, I work in a very red area, so that's definitely the <laughs> that's definitely one of those things of you get that all the time. But that's neither here nor there. But, man, let's transition, man, because, you know, 2017, Go Manage Podcast, we introduced people to sit on the Twizzler. So, you know, the Sit on the Twizzler Award was given. I like to, we like to give it to people who sometimes, you know, there's some obvious people who will name, but there's all we like to give it to people who uh, who are, like, you know, some, they do stuff and it's kind of unknown. And so we kind of, you know, we see it on, you know, you see it on the news and social media, but it's not like a big deal until you really dig into it. So I kind of want to, you know, throw some different names out. This year for uh, sit on the Twizzler, and this is by far. There's been so many people who deserve to sit on the Twizzler and choke on one right. and die from the Twizzler. Right. That this is not an exhaustive <laughs> list, but you know, it's one of these things. There's people I was thinking about, so uh, I am going to start off with a bow tie fresh favorite, and I'm gonna let you talk about Papa John's. Oh, that that worthless piece of trash. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, he he. He, to, to me, he should he gets uh, if he's not number one, he's definitely top three in in the 2017 Sit on the Twizzler Awards. That that piece of worthless crap. Number one, his suck ass pizza was just terrible to begin with before all all of this mess. But just to try to say that your your state pizza sales are going down because the NFL hasn't taken a stance against kneeling players, man, get out of here. I know that he has since stepped down as as the CEO or something like that. And looking for pity, man. You're not gonna get any pity. Nobody care about you. Just go and sit down somewhere. Sit on a Twizzler. The Put pepperoni flavor on it, dude. Sit right. on the pepperoni flavor to one. But yes, and this list that old, that one, old two, anchovy three. boy. Yeah, this list isn't <laughs> one, two, three, anything like that. It was just you know different names. Papa John's probably man. he's probably number one. He's probably tied for number one with 45 on my on my list. Yeah, That's just both tie freshest <laughs> personal. Personal one. Man, but 45 does so much problematic things. He, we'd have to give him a we'll, – we'll think of a separate award for him once his once – his, once his, you know, his reign of terror ends. So we ain't trying the to world have a Twizzler server. world. Hey, man. Hey, dog. He's, he's, he's on one. Shout out to shout out to the Mar-a-Lago charging people uh, $600 for, mem- for members for the uh, for the Trump New Year's Eve um, party tonight and $750 for guests, you know, finessing. So – you know, just think about that. You know, think about all the big ball we'll talk, brand. Uh, we'll talk about the big ball brand later. But for me, man, another person who can sit on the Twizzler is DJ Academics. And for those who don't know who DJ Academics <laughs> was, DJ Academics, his his name came to fame when uh, he was he was like he's a social like an internet social commentator, and he just kept social making light. all of these yeah all these comments about the murders that were going on in Chicago, like making light of it. I mean, one of his comments he said that uh. These niggas in Chicago shoot like Shaq. They they don't know if they're gonna hit or miss. And he's not talking about shoot like shoot a basketball. He's talking about shooting each other. So I mean, just over and over, he's just like tweeting out like you know all these negative videos and things like that. And I've seen something. I don't follow the brother. And I've seen he tweeted this guy like 
this, this rapper, I don't even know the kid's name, is he he was at a McDonald's and he just takes the drink and throws it in a person's face. And he's talking about he needs to do better. We need to stop tweeting that mess out, giving him an audience. So anyway, well, I was just so, about to say that. Stop giving him an audience. <laughs> yeah, man. So you know, so DJ Academic, so he showed his, you know, he he, he showed his soft side a few times. So you know, there was another rapper, this guy named Vic Mintz. I really like Vic Mintz's music. And he said, you know, he was he DJ Academic like tweeted out a video of his friend dying. So just like kind of making light of it. So he said he's gonna beat his ass. So then, so then with DJ Academic seeing the man face to face. Didn't say anything, real quiet. And he told him face to face, I'm, I'm going to beat your ass. And, I, you know, for me, I kind of like it saucy when you can actually tell someone to their face how you, what you're going to do to them. I kind of give you respect as a man. So then DJ Academics, he's, uh, I'm getting there, people. I know so long. He, he was in a situation with Joe Button and the Migos. And, you know, they had a little altercation. No punches were thrown. And my man looked shook. Hey, dog, you remember the meme they no, he had on him, like, clasping yeah, his hands? He, I ain't never yeah. seen somebody get look look so shook. Like he clasped his hands and he had his mouth open. He looked like a he looked like he could have been like the black guy on the Golden Girls or something like that. Just shook. And I just <laughs> you see somebody, they just do all of this problematic stuff. So this goes forward, right? And this is how I'm gonna tell him to sit on to his glasses. So he gets into it with Deezus and Merrill. For those who don't know Deezus and Merrill, they get started off as a podcast. They have that show. They have a show on Vice Land. It's really good, really funny. All right. So they're talking and making jokes about him. My man gets on the, it's on the internet, and his voice starts cracking, dog. His voice cracked, like like, like cracked, like you gonna get a whooping by your daddy or something like that. Talking about that he make more money than them, and he'll never be saying nothing against nobody and all this and all that. Like, how you gonna tweet out all this problematic stuff? Then somebody calls you on it multiple times, and then you, then your voice cracks. I just said so for that DJ Academics, you can sit on the Twizzler. Because I've never seen anybody like this. I mean, and he's been mad time and time again for somebody to make him, let him be a man. And he is his failed yeah. every time. And I'm not saying male, man is as far as like a heterosexual or a homosexual thing. I'm talking about that standing up, standing tall to back straight, and, you know, standing behind all the problematic stuff that you say and do. And it just, it's, it's a shame to see somebody like that. Sound like that Boosie you, song, man, like a man. Hey, he's nothing like one at all. It's it's it's, it's terrible. But uh, yeah, DJ Academics here, name. He's like a fake DJ, so he's every he's on the show everyday struggle, so he can everyday struggle some of this damn Twizzler. So, <laughs> hey man, so I'm gonna pass this last one. We both can talk about it. Uh, Brianna Rochu, you remember her from the University of Hartford? I believe is, is she she the individual that was uh was like. Saying, uh, making fun of her, her, her black college roommate, and doing doing vile stuff with yeah, and all that type of stuff. Okay, yes, yeah, that, that would yeah. be her. So you know, she yeah. gets it. For those who don't know, we talked about this on one of our old shows, and like both I said, she was wiping her dirty tampons on on the on her roommate. Uh, I think she was putting like different mm. stuff in her like her beauty supplies and everything yeah, like she, this. She, like she actually spitting it. They said she spit yeah, spitting like different did, various things. And she did more vile stuff than that, so that's just yeah. disgusting. I know she was charged; they were charged her with a hate crime, but you know that GTBW hashtag GTBW, and uh, you guys can look that up online. See what that means. She ended up just getting it down to a misdemeanor. So you can do all this vile stuff, but then you still get a misdemeanor after you just bothering somebody. So you know she can ultimately definitely sit on the Twizzler. She can hang from the Twizzler. She can jump off a cliff on the Twizzler. And let the Twizzler stop herself as she dangles off the off the ledge of the Twizzler. 
So, uh, yeah. Man, yeah, this is... she, uh, she, she, they, she definitely needed to be charged with a hate crime. Some of the, some of that stuff she was doing, number one. But then, just the things that were that, that she was saying to support her actions. I mean, th- those were it was definitely hateful and malicious. And um, like I said, it's, it's different uh, different rules for different folks. So she can sit on she can sit on the Twizzler too, and not a black one because I'm sure she wants to sit on that one. No, nope. oh yeah, no, she, she can, can, she get, can she sit can... on a. Was it red? Is it red? Is it red? Because I don't eat Twizzlers. Is it like yeah. red? Is it cherry? Yeah. Strawberry? Yeah, they got the strawberry boy. She can sit on that old gray, that, that old uh, vine Twizzler. The, the one that ain't really like a Twizzler. She can sit on that. Oh, oh that great value Twizzler. <laughs> hey, yeah. So, so we're going we're gonna to push past you. And for those, you know, to those people who you have who can sit on the Twizzler, hit us up. All our social media and email contact information is in the episode. Is the episode description, description, and uh, definitely we'll talk about it on the next show. Hey, man, so NFL this year, you know, we're going to start it off in 2017. <sighs> Falcons lost the biggest lead in Super Bowl history. Man. And uh, shout-out to Atlanta because, you know, one of my big cubs was on the show, and he's a Falcons fan, and one of my little young boys is a Falcons fan. But, damn, how y'all choke 28-3? What were you what were you yeah, doing man. when you, what what were you thinking when you watched the show 28-30? I was just like why the, the, my biggest thing was like why in the hell did they stop throwing to Julio? Dude, Julio was killing it. <laughs> I was like what what are y'all doing? I can care less about Devontae Freeman and whoever else. Like you got something that, that's working, make it work. Why did you stop going to Julio? And then too they stopped being aggressive on defense, but you know I. I grabbed my little Doritos and my little salsa and kept it pushing because I'm just like this. This is over. It's, it's it's a done deal for them. I couldn't believe it, man. I could not believe it. I I just could not understand why they stopped going to Julio. And then when it was, then when they like was good when when the, when the lead was taken, it was like okay, we're gonna try to start going back to Julio again. Well, it's too damn late for that now. Y'all should have kept your foot on the daggone throttle. Keep your foot on the neck. Take the head off and keep it going. Yeah, you definitely go for the kill when you got a chance. But when New England, you got to go for the kill. New England, man. Man, I don't you, care if I'm. I don't care if I'm winning sixty-two to to seven, and it's New England. Oh, we starters are in. Y'all better stay hydrated because we going to the end. I don't take nothing away from New England. You know, they, they somehow these cats seem to always come through. Whether it's you know Spy Gate, Deflate Gate, you know Heaven's Gate, whatever it is, man. Like these, these cats come through, and I'm like, you need, y'all need to. When it's new, when you play against New England, you need to literally. It's like there's no there's no rules to war. You need to just go for the kill and continue to just drive it, you know, down the field, score as much as you can, do whatever you can until the last daggone buzzer sound, until the last whistle's blown. I couldn't believe it, man. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, and I, I would I really don't have any more slander for them. I mean, they choked. Uh, you know, <laughs> shout out to Atlanta, man. You know, definitely one. You know, I I just I can't I can't even get any more slander. I mean, I'm sure they got enough slander. I mean, both time I we both Indianapolis Colts fans. We know how it is when your team loses the Super Bowl. You know, I called mm. in to work the next day because I couldn't take it. But uh, yeah, 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 man. So uh, man, we're gonna push past that, man. So man, you know, you, year, real, real quick, like man, who who who, you, who are your favorites for the Super Bowl coming up? Probably New England, because I just don't think Pittsburgh can beat them. I, I it's not Pittsburgh has really good players, but they do the same thing on defense against Brady, and he mm-hmm. eats them up every time. Uh, 
don't know about the NFC. I guess uh, Minnesota's pretty good, but I mean, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I don't trust the Rams or anything like that. First year, first nah. year in the playoffs. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Panthers make some noise, though, because Cam has been playing a lot better, and Cam is one of the few people in the league that can take over a game or running and passing. You know, he has substandard uh, skill position players on the outside, but, you know, that's, that's, that's something, man, that, you know, I, I definitely, man, you I'm, I'm going to go with, 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 with Cam, man. I, I, I'm going to say, and, and it, this will be a shocker to some folks, but those who listen to the podcast know that sometimes I go out on a whim. I I take risks or, you know, I I, I go against the grain a little bit. Um, I am going to pick New England coming out of AFC. Um, I can't stand them, but, you know, it is what it is. They're, they're a good squad, and they seem to be able to uh, win when it's, when it's necessary. But, man, I'm going to go Saints in the NFC, bro. I like the Vikings, but I'm going to go Saints, man. Drew Brees yeah, man, is playing they, well enough to well, – Saints is playing well enough to get them some win. That receiving core is stout. Ingram is playing out of his mind. I mean, the defense is young and talented. I mean, I, I, I'm going to pick the Saints in the NFC, bro. Yeah, they got a game a game breaker, as Chuck Vagano will say. Shout out to Chuck because he's going to get fired tomorrow. Uh, and Alvin Kamara, he just yeah. took one. He took one I'm going to say yards. peace out to Chuck. Uh, he, he's done. Uh, he he's done. They, 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 he should just go ahead. He should just clean up his office right now. I wouldn't even waste my time. But you can just call me. You already know you're gonna fire yeah. me. You know we can have HR sign the paper now. That one ain't got. That one ain't got to wake <laughs> up. I'm hell. If I'm Chuck, I might go on a bender. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To let it let to let it go. You know what I'm saying? You know. And uh, speaking, speaking going of bender. Bender, hey man, speaking of benders, man. You know I'm kind of digressing. Hey man, so I was just talking to both sides before we got we started the show, right? So I seen something online. In Columbia tonight, that you could uh, that you could uh, that you could sit back and get a uh, you can get hookers, cocaine, and 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 like liquor for five thousand dollars in Columbia. So I mean, I mean, can you believe that, yo? You wildin'? Like yo, I don't need the cocaine, you know. I got a woman, so I can't have the hookers. But you know, if I get single, I might go down. I'm just joking. But five thousand dollars. <laughs> shout out to shout out to Pablo, man. For everybody who was uh who hasn't seen Narcos, man, watch Narcos season one and two, and you will see how Pablo was getting down. But yeah, I couldn't believe that though. They put it out there like yo, you can just so much you could switch off and all this other type of stuff, man. It was crazy. So you know, so hopefully they'll have some stories from people who was wilding out in Colombia tonight. So, you know, so shout out to folks yeah, getting that's, in that's Columbia. Crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah, man, I seen that like that's, like 15 minutes mad, before wow. the show. So shout out, shout out to those folks in Columbia, man. So if anybody knows anybody who went to Columbia, please let us hit us up on the podcast. We can talk to you, give you a fake name and everything else like that. But I'm curious how your night went, bro. Was it like top shelf women, <laughs> top shelf liquor, top shelf cocaine, or did they give you, or did they give you the cocaine? Did they like, ah, oh, we don't want this. You can have this. Or the women that they've been always been, uh, let's how to kind of put that, who've been kind of like ran through by everybody else and the liquor no one wants. So shout out to them cats getting in to Columbia for five thousand dollars. But uh, I'm man, I'm sure there's some. I'm sure I'm sure there are a lot of things that are premium down there in Columbia, and the, and the women I'm, are one of them. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm sure. Shout out to Pablo though. You need to watch you need to watch Narcos. How Pablo's getting down. Uh, hey man. So before we can kind of switch on to something serious. Hey man, so uh, what do you think about Kaepernick not getting a chance to play in the NFL this year? Not even a try. Travesty, man. It's 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 a travesty, honestly. I mean, looking at some of the quarterbacks 
so some of the some of the teams' quarterbacks in scenarios in the, in the NFL, but then just some of the guys that are playing, some of the guys that are on rosters. I mean, Kaepernick is honestly better than better than over half of them. I mean, there's no way that you can tell me that you know you you should be able to play T.J. Yates over Colin Kaepernick. I mean, Ka- Kaepernick could have easily come in. And, I, and and help the Texans out. I know they had uh, your boy Watson down there he, before he got hurt. Unfortunately, it was lighting it up. But I mean, even as a backup, you know, if Watson goes down, you mean to tell me that T.J. Yates is better than Colin Kaepernick in a backup role? Get out of here. Uh, I definitely it's, it's 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 a travesty that he never that he did not get an opportunity to even work out or try out or get signed by a team. Um, it, it's it's unfortunate, but. Um, Brother Kaepernick will continue to keep his head up. I know, and will continue to strive in the face of all of this ridiculous adversity that that, that he's facing right now. So, um, definitely major props to Kaepernick for continuing to do his thing, and um, you know, piss on you NFL for for not even you know trying to give this brother an opportunity when all he's doing is speaking about speaking out about social things, not about the game, not about, not about officiating. He's not he's not getting DUIs and DWIs and harming other people. He's talking about stopping the harming of other people, and y'all won't let this brother play. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm kind of I don't really have anything else. The not this the fact of not getting the chance to do is the most sickening of right. all, man. But uh, right. Yeah. I can understand yeah. if you brought him. I can understand if you bring him in and and he's out of shape or you know. His arm ain't quite what it is. He's not catching any reads, not picking up your offense. Like, I can understand that. If you bring him in, it's like, you know, it's just not working out. Okay. At least you gave him an opportunity. But just to sit back and say, oh, no, you know, I don't care what anybody says. The man's been blackballed. So just just to not even give him an an opportunity or a shot, you know, they they can have it. That's bull. Oh, yeah, man. So definitely, man, that's just. That's one of those things, man, that you see it, you watch that GTBW, hashtag GTBW, and you just see it, just the scrubs that, you know, have played this year. And, yeah, you know, there's, nothing, there's nothing else really to say. So there's been teams that really could have probably had a chance maybe to go to the playoffs but refused to sign somebody who had a good year last year who was team to the Super Bowl, to the, to the NFC Championship, and been a winner through his whole career. I think he had, what, what one bad year? So, yeah, injured, yeah like, so. Like, literally like one bad year, pretty much. Yeah, so that just shows you when you're a black quarterback, Kyle, the, how so tight the uh, the line is. You know, shout out to Tyrod Taylor, too. So. But, uh, oh, yeah, yeah shout man. out to Tyrod, man. So, <laughs> Smacking folks in the of, face up there in Buffalo. So speaking of that, so players took. So what do you think about players taking, taking a deal this year doing the national anthem? I support them, personally. I mean, I, I, I support them. I don't, and my support is not, again, going back to what I said uh, in, earlier in this show, you know, I support things that are about positive uh, change, social calls. And, and to me, uh, individuals taking a knee was just them taking a stand and, you know, without being, you know, um, try, not trying to be disruptive purposefully. They were just trying to be unified and say, okay, we're going to take a knee because this social injustice, this travel, these things are happening and, and it shouldn't. Um, and I support that. I don't care what color you are, race you are, religion you are, sexual orientation. I support positivity. I support trying to make that make those changes. Um, and I support those individuals who decided to take a knee rather than primarily in the NFL. But uh, there are a few MLB folks, uh, got players that have done that. I haven't seen anyone in, in NBA make any significant protests, but I know that 
um, you know, individuals, very prominent players, King James, uh, Carmelo, a lot of folks, Steph Curry, a lot of folks have been vocal about social injustice. So I respect them just as much as the individuals that are taking a knee because there definitely needs to be some uh, light shed on, on these on these things. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, you see it, and I think it goes back to Trump when he was he was calling them sons of bitches and all that type of stuff. And to me, when you start saying sons of bitches, yeah, man. This, to me, that's one of those euphemisms for using the N-word. I mean, I just I feel that. And I, and I don't even say I'm talking about with the hard R, too. It's kind of like, you know, I read someone on Twitter <laughs> the when, hard uh, how they said Ron Baker probably dropped the hard R when he got dunked on last night by Anthony, by Anthony Davis. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that was vicious. Hey, man, he, hey, he flew he flew out the air like a bad like one of those ghetto plays when somebody just dropped the stage hand down and it's and the and piece <laughs> of the play flies out. That's how he flew out the air. But yeah, man, so no, not not one of them chitlin circuit plays. <laughs> hey, that's beyond and he flew it was beyond the chitlin circuit, bro. That's one of them like, hey, here come the church, we having to play with me and now. Go on here and support it. But um yeah, man. So I definitely like support, but players taking the knee. And I'm the the fact of you having. I mean, it's America. You know, that's what we we have freedom right. to do these type of things. So, you know, regardless of you know whom it is, it's the fact that we have the opportunity and the rights to do it. That should that to me it shouldn't be an issue. Um, but uh, let's go. Let's go to the NBA, man. Because NBA has been like has been mad like crazy this year for 2017, man. So one thing I want to hey, talk man, about. The NBA, the NBA has, has I, man, I, the NBA has won me back this year, man. I have fallen off the NBA for the last couple of years. It was just like, uh, it, you know, not entertaining. You know, there's nothing that, that has drawn me in as a fan. You know, of course, I, I still watch. I'm a huge hoop head. But, you know, I, I watch certain things. I watch certain players. Of course, I watch my Bulls, even though it's a situation right now. But, the NBA has won me back this year, man, and, and for for many different reasons. So let's let's definitely jump into this, bro. Well, well first of all, you sound like a fifty-five-year-old white man, you know, because that's a you know that's <laughs> people who listen to us. For people, if you want to see how people feel about social issues and about people of color, ask somebody, ask a white man about how they feel about the NBA. If they start saying college basketball is better and the guys don't play defense and they start making excuses, yeah. You can pretty much guess how they feel socially about things. But, uh, man, let's jump into this, man. So before we jump into the ball part of it, and we'll talk about the big ball of bread in a minute. <laughs> hey, man. I was about to say a big ball of bread. <laughs> so we'll talk about, hey, man, because, you know, we got, got something coming up in 2018 to deal more into certain things. Just give people a little teaser. So what do you think about KD when he's using the fake account to try to get the people on Twitter and Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I don't know what it got into KD. I honestly have no idea what has gotten into KD, man. Some of it, I mean, I, I know that he's, you know, in certain instances trying to be the fake tough guy, and you know, so for I don't, I don't know, man. It, I found it hilarious, honestly. I thought it was funny. Um, I hope that he actually does have. A, I hope he closed that one and made a different fake one. I hope that he's out here trolling people more because <laughs> I thought I thought it was funny. Now, you know, he's. He's using two different personalities, you know, to to, to present himself. You know, he, so I I definitely support KD. Um, I don't support all the, the the ridiculous stuff, even though I find it hilarious. But KD's a hell of a damn talent, man. You know, he's 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 one of the best when it comes to when it comes to basketball. So I, I definitely respect him there. I enjoy watching him play, um, and I honestly enjoy a lot of a lot of the the crazy stuff that goes on surrounding him off the court, man. Like the the, the Twitter account thing. Uh, I got a lot of laughter off of that, bro. 
And a lot oh, of my man. laughter came from you, Mike J. <laughs> you oh, were going yeah. in on him. So <laughs> hey, man, shout out to KD, man. Like I said, man, it's like, and when you got hair like KD, man, he looked like he need a whole scalp texturizer, man, because he he got hair like you know. Remember how Sally Struthers used to go over to Africa and like feed those kids, and they had like that real nappy hair and stuff like that. Because you know they didn't have they didn't have the things we had in America. KD's a multimillionaire, and he got buck shots. He got like a. He got like a his. I've never seen hair that damn nappy on an individual. It looks like <laughs> I, 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 I don't. Even, I can't even describe it. How bad his hair is. So like I said, if I had bad hair like that. And my Jay's type of cat. Shout out to you know. I, every week I talk about on Twitter having a having a, a, a resurrection when I get a haircut because I feel like a new year, new me, new fate. 50, 50, 50, <laughs> 50, hey, 52 haircuts. Guys, great, and, and my face stays straight. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But damn, KD, bruh, 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 you need to just go bald head or something. You know what I mean? His stuff, man, you know, you should, like, clown <laughs> LeBron about his hair or whatever. You can't even clown LeBron. You put KD hair against LeBron, I'll take LeBron when he got, like, the he got the old funny hairline action. Or the, he should get the Deion Sanders or something. You know, Deion Sanders grew that fake hair. But oh. shout out to KD. <laughs> Shout out to KD, man. You know, you know what I'm saying? Call out prime time like that, bro. Man, he called himself out. He admitted it. He admitted oh, man. Somebody, hey, man, somebody was like, prime, you got hair, prime, I'm rich. I mean, I, I, I mean, he called himself out, bro. Brian Earl, I could come with that funny hair, and I'm not going to lie. Bro, let me get some paper. All oh, the hair is coming back full Damn, and deep, dog. Hey, you ain't seen Brian Erlacher, bro? He got the full head of hair now. <laughs> Yo, me looking like Skippy hey, from no. he, he looking like Skippy from Family Ties. But look, like I Damn. said, let me get let. Hey, if y'all want to pay for it, let me get the fake hair. Y'all ain't gonna tell me nothing, nothing. <laughs> Straight up, you know what I'm saying? S curled down. I'm gonna be out here look. I'm gonna be out here looking like a 40 year old capper. You get if I ever get that bag on that fake hair, hey. juice, juiced <laughs> up, you know, hoop earring down and everything else and some khakis. But you know. Let me get let me get the hair, but like I said, man, I respect per- KD. I'm feeling kind of I'm feeling kind of personally attacked. My my, my hoop earring and, and, and affiliations and things, man. I, I I'm feeling kind of attacked here. <laughs> oh man, you know you you definitely you you could have made the you could have made the model of it, man. You just didn't go you just didn't go all the way through. Oh man, you look like you put on you look like you put on some hush puppy <laughs> and, and shimmy your way down the hallway. But uh, <laughs> hey, uh, but yeah, man. Uh, let man. me sit back and get it. But I think it's funny with KD because personally, I don't know. I, I wouldn't man. probably waste my. I wouldn't waste my time. But if I had extra time and extra F to give, oh man, I'd be roasting the hell out of people. Man, I I wouldn't. It would give you no, no. I mean, I would be saying some of the meanest, rudest things that you know you possibly could say to people. You know, I just it would that would just be me. But uh, but shout out to KD, man. But hey, man, this is another thing I want to talk about. 2017 brought the emergence of of Lavar Ball, the big baller brand, man. So, tell me your first initial thoughts of Lavar. Uh, smart, and not not you know from a, from a from a book smart standpoint or anything like that. I, I don't know anything about the man, you know. Outside of that, I, I'm not going to uh, try to diss him or anything like that. But uh, he has found a way to position himself. Uh, put himself in some very good positions as far as um, his children, as far as promoting his brand. I mean, I think I read in a few different articles at different times throughout the year, he's probably received over a hundred and some odd million dollars in free marketing. 
from Twitter to, you know, from 45, from, you know, just different stuff. I mean, and, and all it's doing is just putting a, creating a following, you know, for, for the big baller brand, you know what I'm saying? And I, so from, from that aspect, you know, being able to continue to push his brand, push his son's brand and, and keep things going from that standpoint, um, I think is good. You know, I think he's done a, a decent job with the, the YouTube show and, uh, different little things like that. I mean, I think he's done fairly decent. Um, I do. Now, this is going on the complete opposite side of things. Um, I do think that um, there is a lot of buffoonery that goes on with LeVar Ball that I'm not, you know, very supportive of. I'm not too keen on. Um, I also like what? am not big on the man taking his uh, – well, I'll say, again, a big marketing thing for him, but his whole WWE thing, that was oh. buffoonery at its finest. Like, literally, that was just coonery at its finest. But on the flip side, he cooned it up very good and, you know, so forth and so on. But look how much attention that the w, that, that brought from him through the WWE. WD is a, what, billion-dollar company, multi-billion-dollar company? I don't know. But, I mean, that put them on the map. A lot of that talk about him being on the show. He was on the Today Show talking about being on, w, on, on the WWE. Different interviews, different platforms. So, I mean, that in itself, he, he cooned it up really nice on there. I just wasn't with it, but I do respect the fact that that just generated more attention and more marketing for his brand and continue to uh, to continue to allow him to be able to push it. Um, I also don't agree. Uh, again, I, Mike J is the one that, that that works in higher ed, but I'm big on education either. I'm not real keen on pulling your kids, especially Mellow, uh, out of high school. I mean, they're saying that he's being homeschooled or whatnot, whatever. I just don't think that uh, individual education should be played with. Hell, even Jello, he was in China, you know, got a little sticky fingers or what have you. But, you know, just because you're upset because your son's not playing doesn't mean that you should affect his, you know, his college because, you know, Mike Jay and I talked in the previous episode, you're not real sure that Mellow and Jello may make it to the NBA or even pan out. So you may need that education. Well, I shouldn't say you may. You don't need that education to fall back on, you know, unless you're going to, you know, try to, try to you know, live off Lonzo and, and the big baller brand, you know what I mean, just work for the brand itself. I don't know. But um, I'm, not, I'm not big on, on messing with people's education. But overall, I think Lavar's positioned himself very well. I mean, his son uh, Lonzo, he's a good player. You know, he's going he's going to be in the NBA for a while. I think he's going to be very impactful. People try to put a lot on Lonzo Ball. Oh, he's not scoring 25 a game, or he's not. Basketball isn't about points. Basketball is about W's. Lonzo Ball's game is is, a, is more of a pure point guard, getting people involved, getting his teammates involved, getting getting his team into the offense doing the intangible things, rebound. I think he does need to improve his shooting. But still, Lonzo's going to be a force to be reckoned with in the NBA for a long while. I don't know. Melo is good. LaMelo is, is good, but that's at the high school level. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how things pan out with them overseas, playing against tougher competition. Melo is really slight. You know, he's, he's I'm skinny, but Melo is, is frail. So, I mean, it's, it's just, it just it will be interesting to see how those things pan out. But, I definitely respect Lonzo. I respect Lavar for for sure for for you know getting themselves out there and kind of making things happen for themselves. Kind of like what Mike J and I are trying to do with this podcast. You know, we're I mean, we're not cooning it up to get free marketing, but we are putting a lot of sweat and tears and effort in, into this podcast and building it and growing it. So, um, I respect him for that. Sorry, yeah, I got long winded on y'all. <laughs> no, no, no. You good? You good? I'm mean, kind of feel the same way. 
you know, I understand what it, if they're going to work for the brand, then you can get more money working for the brand. And hey, you know, there's, there's there's no there's you can always go back to college. I mean, I work in higher, so it's mm-hmm. not like a fact if he can't go back or do what he needs to do. So I'm interested to see how they're going to play against grown men because now it's going to be because you you know they're going to you know they're going to be selling their jerseys over. I read online they're going to be selling those uh ballers over in the states, and I'm sure they're going to sell out because it's only like 500 of them. But you're going to be playing against yeah. grown men who who they want to be embarrassed by a child, which Melo is. He's a child. He was 16. And then Jello 16, 17, is what, like eight, eight, 18, 18 years old. So it would be interesting, man. But, uh, you know, man, so, I mean, you said NBA won you back, right? There's a new – and yeah. I told you, remember, remember we had this conversation. You were talking about, man, the East is trash. I said, look, there's going to be some young boys that's come up in basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cycle. So, you know, like I said, man, not only is Mike Day an executive producer along with Bowtie Fresh of the Grown Managed Podcast, I'm also a prophet. I can tell you what's going to go on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, hey, I'm telling you, man. What? I, hey, man, what? I, I'm, I'm say, tell, tell me what I, all right, you know, you've been knowing me for 25 years. What am I really wrong about something? That I really you was right on this one, bro. You was, man, you was right on right. this one. I, 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 I would say you I called am, it. You called it. I am prophetic, uh, prophetic prophet. So if y'all want to send me y'all money, <laughs> hey, I, well, don't do that because I ain't trying to get in trouble. But, you know, I'm I am say, prophetic hey, prophet. Hey. <laughs> hey, but like I said, man, so there's a new class of NBA stars, man. You know, so tell me your your favorite two two guys is probably under 25 in the NBA. I'm going to give you five. I'm going to give you my uh, – well, well, go ahead. Five. Uh, off top, my boy Greek Freak. Also, shout out Greek Freak, hashtag MVP. He's going to be the MVP. Killing it. Not uh, a Greek Freak year? is probably number one. Giannis, Giannis Antetokounmpo. He just, won't be the MVP this year. I'm, I'm sticking with it, bro. I'm sticking with all right, it. All right, let's put it. All right, let's put it out here then. All right, let's, you know, <laughs> since you know we all right, I'm, all right, all right, okay. I'm put it like this. It. Let's put let's put your money where your mouth is. Have, we know we know we know we we know what we do to produ- produce this. You know the winner, uh, the loser got to pay the whole month. Y'all heard it here first. All right. I can do that. All right. I can do that. Go ahead. We'll finish finish up your five. So so I'll say uh, I like the Greek freak. You know, he speaks for himself, man. Offense, defense, you know, he virtually can play any position on the court, but he drives that team. Um, Another good reason, another reason uh, NBA has won me back is uh, what Joel Embiid has done for the league. Not only is Joel Embiid a very talented basketball player, but he's brought a little bit of fun back. He's brought a little bit of competitiveness back to the NBA with with some good, friendly, competitive trash talk. Not that BS that 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 your boys like Draymond and crap are doing. Um, so, uh, Greek freak Embiid, his team, Joel Embiid's teammate Ben Simmons, um, definitely uh, like what he's doing. I like what the Sixers are doing. Um, another person that I'm a fan of is Carl uh, uh, Anthony Towns, Big Cat. Uh, that's another cat that that I that I definitely uh, respect. I enjoy watching him play. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I I like Kristaps Porzingis. I mean, Porzingis is probably going to be my one of my top round out my top five. Um, I like what he's able what he's able to do on the court. He's kind of you know he talks a little bit, but. He's just one of them that's like, I'm just going to go out here and play, man. He looks like he enjoys playing. Uh, very close, 
very, very, very close six. Um, and this, this, this is this is showing personal growth for for both high fresh. We're giving props to a Pacer player, but Victor Oladipo, man. Victor Oladipo. I'm not sure. I'm not sure uh, if Victor's 25 or not. I think he might be older than 25. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I thought he was like 25. Uh, I don't let's, know. Let's, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how it is. Let's, let's, let's bow tie fresh. Look this up real quick. Twenty Victor Oladipo. Uh, but 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 nonetheless, I, I, even if he's not under twenty five, he's going to be one of my players and one of the reasons why the NBA has won me back. Um, I respect what Oladipo. Victor Oladipo is twenty four, according to okay. um, according to uh, um, NBA dot com. Twenty four. Okay. Um, but but again. As a Bulls fan, I hate the Pacers with a passion. But as a true Hoops fan, I respect what Victor Oladipo has done. My brother has definitely worked on his game, um, living in the state of Indiana. Uh, Victor right now is the king of Naptown, man. Like, he's he's doing big things on and off the court, you know. Shout out Bria Miles. <laughs> he, he, shout out, shout out Bria Miles, man. But, you know, Vic, Vic is doing his thing, man. I respect him. You know, I respect him as a player. I respect what he's doing. Um for sure, man. Like, I, I shout, shout, shout out to Vic, man. For real. Yeah, man. You know, the King of the City coming home with that. Yeah, man. I kind of my, yeah. my names are pretty yeah. similar to yours. Uh, I really like. Uh, I also like uh, what's my boy uh, out Devin Booker out in Phoenix, but man, they just suck. Yeah, and he has Props. a really, yeah. really nice game, but you know, but being yeah. in Phoenix, they're on the West Coast and they suck, so nobody really pay attention. But yeah, man, I. The NBA, man, it's all, you know, guys, it just happens. You know, you get these young superstars. So just hopefully that you'll be able to actually see them play because, you know, you get a guy, like I said, Simmons, you never, not Simmons, but uh, Booker, you never get to see him play. And I don't, you know, I've been able to catch some Sixer games, but there's other things I just never really get to see. So I'm interested to see those those new young guys kind of take over. Who would be your your top five, top six of young cats? Give me, uh, and these aren't in any particular order, Embiid, Porzingis, Simmons, uh, it's under 25, or 25 and under, uh, Booker, Oladipo, uh, shoot, the point. I really don't, I can't really think, because there's really no, uh, no, I don't know, the last one's kind of, probably Cat, you know, Cat, I like Cat. Call yeah. Towns. So. I'll tell you, an- another, another reason the NBA has kind of won me back um, is I guess you could say a, a resurgence, but uh, even though it's not really a resurgence because the man's been the best in the damn NBA for you for for years right now. But but LeBron James, man, LeBron James is shooting the best he has from three, the best he has from the three or from the free throw line. He's shooting the best, one of the best field goal, or if not the best field goal percentage that he has. But what's gotten me uh, re reinterested in, in LeBron James and what he's doing is the physicality in which he's playing with now. He's always been able to do it. He just never done it consistently, and now he's doing it. The way he's taking boys down to the post, the way he's able to facilitate that offense from the post, but still be able to step out and do what he's doing from three. Hey, man, LeBron is the king, man, and, and I enjoy watching him play. I enjoy watching what he's doing uh, in Cleveland. I'm interested to see uh, when Isaiah Thomas comes back, how that team kind of unfolds and, and begins to blossom. Um I enjoy watching Golden State play as usual. I like the up and down pace, but I also want to give a shout out and you know much much respect to to the Beard man. Beard is killing it this year as he did last year and the year before. So Beard uh, with, with the Rockets and, and and Russell, Russell just keeps on throwing down the turds on boys with the dunks, man. He's 
he's a beast out in OKC. So some some of those guys kind of seeing that these young dudes are coming in and trying to, you know, make a name for themselves, and then these established players are seeing that and like, you know what, I, I ain't done yet. You know what I'm saying? I'm not done. So they go out with that chip on their shoulder, and it's just brought back that competitive fire. And everybody's not just trying to click up and link up and try to get the easy championship. It's like, all right, now nah, I want to play against these cats now. I want to play against these these dudes trying to make a name for themselves or these established guys. So um, I like that competitive fire. It kind of makes me feel like, you know, some of them old Bulls Pacers days or, or, or Knicks Heat days, you know, back in the old basketball days where folks were actually competitive and not just, you know, clicking up. Now we all see that they all link up before and after games, you know, going out to eat and playing paintball and all that type of stuff. Shout out Big Cat and Hassan Whiteside. I follow them on Snapchat. But um, on the court, these cats are actually coming to play, and I like it, man. Yeah, I think there's this it depends on how you can handle it. Because, you, I mean, I read how Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain, they would go and eat dinner over each other's houses and stay, you know. I know Bill Russell would spend a lot of time with Chamberlain when he's in Philadelphia and vice versa, but on the court, Bill Russell tried to kill him. Who they was chopping down back then. I know. <laughs> and, you know, you don't come behind, you come behind Wilt, and, you know, Wilt chopping down. Shout out to Wilson. He chopped down 10,000 of them. God, dog. And he ain't had no kids either, man. So he, his pullout game must have been strong. Because you know they wasn't, you know they wasn't strapping up. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, shout out to old folks, man. Because old folks, you know how young folks are? Old folks are freaky as hell. They throw them bloomers hey, up. Man, Will, getting it. Hey, Will wasn't Will strapping up and had no kids. Will might have been uh, <laughs> taking entry into, into, into some other entrances. Oh, not the skybox. <laughs> <laughs> Either that skybox or that or them 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 French doors on the back doors. One of the one hey, of the other. Man, you never hey, know. Man. We'll probably wild. <laughs> so shout out to them old folks, man, throwing them bloomers throwing them bloomers up and down that was freaky as hell, man. But uh <laughs> hey man, so um but definitely we're gonna transition, man, because twenty seventeen had a lot of great T V shows and movies and stuff like that. So one of the shows that we kinda, you know, start building our of a repertoire on was Insecure. So for those who don't know, oh, it's Insecure. It's on HBO. Insecure is about follows the lives of uh, what was that? What was it three main characters? Like, well, two main characters. Uh, and in Los Angeles, being single in Los Angeles, and how to deal with it career wise, socially, emotionally. So you know, this season, you know, we dealt with uh, Lawrence and Issa broke up. The two main characters, uh, Lawrence, who was the uh, kind of soft, found out his girl cheated with another man, got in his feelings. So, uh, you know, if you if you want to hear yeah, about, about my Insecure, go back to our episodes in the summer, and you'll hear, like, an Insecure breakdown of, like, how what we truly feel about Lawrence and Issa and their all other characters, man. So let me ask you this, man. Do you think Lawrence can redeem himself for season three of Insecure? Uh, I, I hope that Lawrence can redeem himself out of his, in his feelings, uh, F-boy type mentality. You know the the issue with the with the two pink toes, the issues that he's had, you know, with the, with the other young lady that he worked with, and all that type of stuff. Like that, that it just was kind of very, just very, very soft, very non manly. You know, not handling your business. So I'm hoping that Lawrence can rebound from those things, kind of get his head on straight, and you know, strive as people will say, live his best life right now. Um, and then maybe, you know, maybe. I'm not sure if I personally am ready for him and Issa to get back together, but I definitely hope that each one of them are able to kind of work some things out because she's got some stuff going on in her personal life too with different with different guys. But um, I definitely hope that, that he can – I feel that he can get himself back on track. So, yeah, I, I, I'm hoping that he can redeem himself 
and overcome all the other mess, and then let's let's work on Issa after that. I don't know, man. I mean, you know, you shout out to the Becky. Lawrence had a prime opportunity with two white women. Prime white women bought his liquor, brought him over some weed. Shout out to <laughs> folks who do that. I don't do it, but you know, hey, you know, you get to get the liquor, the weed, and you ain't ain't able to you know tap that box on two white women, and you still in your feelings afterwards. And then you know you sit back, you, you meet them, you meet a lady at your job. She, you know, she she get you know she gives you some loving. And, and you know you 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 hit that uh you hit that magic carpet and you still acting like a lame. So uh, I, I don't think he can. And do we let's 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 not forget let's not forget about I can't think of her name but but uh, the sister from the bank. Oh, I can't think of her name. Oh yeah yeah I can't think of her name. Uh, yeah. That was I, I mean still still I mean Lawrence Lawrence had some very very lucrative opportunities for himself that he just he just squandered away man. Squander, man. The Peter just been a man about it and been like, this is what it is. Yo, Lawrence had it. You know, he had got the car, got his new little spot, had his homeboys looking out for him, had Shorty, was killing Shorty from the, hitting him with the back shot in the season one, redeeming himself, you know, woke up on season <laughs> two. You know, he's, you know, he's knocking out the box and making her buy him a jumbo shrimp or a bank, what is it, bang, bang shrimp? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The bang, bang shrimp. Hey, figuratively and literally, and then now he goes back to this behavior. So I, I feel like man, he's been baptized in it. And once you're a lame and a sucker, you this is a lame and a sucker. You know what I'm saying? That you just can't, you can't get yourself out that hole, man. This is like how I talked about how I get a, a a weekly resurrection on my hair every week. He needs to have a resurrection to be a man, you know, and you know, and, and take and take the panties off, sweetheart. But I don't think he will. And this is not a fact of him saying he's homosexual, but he's heterosexual. Dude is just an F boy and he's soft. So no, I don't have yeah. any confidence in he can do it. You know, so uh Was her name Tasha? Hey. Was that Tasha from Yeah, say it was Tasha. Tasha, yeah, from, Tasha, the Tasha bank. from the Tasha yeah, from the bank. Shout out to Tasha. Strapped up. <laughs> but hey man. Another, <laughs> another show that I'm gonna get you to watch next year is Power. Power is really good. You just gotta watch it, right? So, you know, I'm not gonna you know, for those who watch Power, go to son of Tariq. And he did a lot of F boy stuff this season. But he at the end of the season he finally he handled his business like a man and he popped somebody who killed his sister, even though it was his fault. Do I think that Tariq will redeem himself for his F boy behavior on power? No. <laughs> I think next season he will go back. He will go back and I'm I'm like in in my true life I'm optimistic because I have more I feel like I have more control of it. But when I see other people's lives, I am not optimistic. They will not get out their F boy behavior. And I think Tariq will continue on with this F boy behavior in season, I think season four, season four or five of Power. But here's something we both watched. She's got to have it. So for those who don't oh, know, yeah. she she's got to have it was a uh, you know based off the Spike Lee movie. I think it came out in '86. They did a TV show on Netflix. Like yeah. So you know, so what's your biggest takeaway from She's Got to Have It? Uh, my biggest takeaway from she, or two two biggest takeaways from she's got to have it is one, uh, dudes need to get over themselves. Uh, the ladies are out here living again, living their best life. You you might just be a part of the team. You know what I'm saying? So either get your stuff together and you know try to try to make things happen. But two, also come to the realization that hey, you just may be a part of the team. You need to play your role. You know what I'm saying? Whatever that whatever that may be. Um, but then, too, the, the other the other biggest takeaway is to kind of combine what I said in the first one. Ladies are out here doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she she uh, 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 
Oh man, Nola. That's her. That's the character's name. The main character. Nola, darling. Nola was out here. She, Nola was out here doing her thing. You know, she's an artist. She started to get things going for herself with her craft. You know, this life started to come together. You know what I mean? She she had you know the three guys. I mean, women women are doing their thing. There's a, there's a, a huge uh, woman empowerment thing going on, but also like an equality thing. You know. You hear a lot as a guy, you know, naturally you hear different dudes talk about, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm hitting this, I'm hitting that, or I got a few on the team or whatever. Now, women are saying the same thing, and it's not, you know, and, and it shouldn't be viewed any differently. You know, you can't sit up and say, oh, she's a hoe because she's banging three dudes. Well, no, because, you know, Tony Snow is a hoe for banging three chicks. You know what I mean? It, it's got to be it's got to be equal. So um, I definitely think people need to come, to come to to grips with that and come to realization that, you know, it is what it is. It's equal opportunity out here. So, you know, get yours or get gone. Well, let me ask you a question. Now, if you were single, well, we know you're married, but if you were single, could you be on, could you, would you be a part of a woman's team? I don't know. I mean, potentially. I mean, I always have to, I always have to know my role, I guess. I mean, but potentially. I mean, because that means if I'm a part of her team, I mean, it might be a scissor thing. You know, I may just be, you know, the Wednesday, Thursday guy. You know what I'm saying? But so that means I got to find me a Friday through Tuesday chick, you know, or a few, few babes or whatever. You know, I got to have, I got to fill in too. So, I mean, I don't know. I think the potential is there for me to do that, you know, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. So what about you, man? Yeah, man. Uh, I don't even have or 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 could I be on the woman's team? Uh, I I guess well, takeaways kind of similar to what you said about you know you just got to play your position and know what you bring to the table and know that you can't get in your feelings because she was honest about what she was getting down with. She had put yeah, rules set up and the places where y'all were gonna lay up and places what you were gonna do. So I can't do anything but respect that. Now on the other part, can I be a part of a woman's team? I mean, I, I, I don't see no no reason why I couldn't. Why don't you tell me what's going yeah. on? Are you being safe? What you're doing? Because I was, well, you I was know, about to I, say, if you're being safe with it. Yeah. Now, if I, I definitely feel like I could be a side nigga. You know what I'm saying? I know my position. <laughs> when, to, when, when to call you? When not to call you? If I see you somewhere. Yeah. You know, I ain't, I ain't tripping. But uh, I definitely right. think that you know it's very interesting. So. Long as you're clean and doing what you and, and respect me enough, to like hey, you know, don't don't and like put like this. If you want me to come over, don't to let me know. I don't, I don't want to be over there and, and and like at the very last scene, I'm not. I don't want to eat dinner with all the other two cats. Cause I don't care about all that. But you know, I, was I don't. Say you uh, <laughs> nah, you had, a, nah, we, had, a, had that picture drawn of the three. Nah, nah, I'm I'm good. <laughs> I'm good on that. Now, now if I was a was buddy man, a young boy. Then if I was a young boy, then I, if I rode a bike and then have work, then yeah, both <laughs> Mars, I'm good because I'm winning. I got a little nice little older bag, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing, doing my thing, got my little issue off. I'm good to go, and I still can have it. But, uh, you know, I, so, I don't think it would bother me long as long as we were just communicating. I don't need to know what you're doing and all that stuff, cause, you know, because when you're doing your thing, trust, trust and believe, then I'm going to be baptizing them on, on my end as well. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> let me ask you. Let me let me ask you this: If you 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 was a part of the team and she invited you over, other two cats was there. She wanted all three of y'all to chop her down. Would you be down with uh, that? I'm good on that, bro. <laughs> that's um, that, that's <laughs> hey, that's um, hey, hey, dog. Uh, like my man was coming there. What what what? What my man like wearing a dildo or something like that when he came over to her house one time? The dude is like uh, <laughs> you talking about the, the European talking about Greer. 
<laughs> yeah, man, I'm I'm good, dog. Real child. Like this, and, and listen, let's just be honest. When we all adults here, people, so for those who might have kids in the car, this is a little disclaimer. It's gonna get a little raunchy, but you know, you can listen, you can power on through, or we get kids around. If it's three, if it's three, if it's three of us, and one of her, then what the other person gonna be doing? Hey, <laughs> is he gonna be holding the camera? <laughs> is he gonna be the boom mic guy? Is he gonna be telling my mind that you, you know, are you gonna be talking about your calf yeah. muscles are looking strong? Um, are you gonna yeah, switch nah, out? She, she probably she probably wants y'all to hit the head of the old triple stuff, boy. Oh no, I'm you good. I, I, I don't like <laughs> I, I don't like Susie Q's. I don't like Twinkies. I'm good. I'm good to go. You know what I'm saying? I'm so, just like, saying, if but if she want, I say that I say that not to be ill or or raunch or anything like that. But I say it because it, from going back to my original statement, women are empowered right now. Oh yeah, and there are women that women women there may be women out there that that want that want that. I've been in conversations with individuals before. With I've been in conversations with women before that would want or or, or would say, say, that, say that they would enjoy two guys because they feel or you know whatever because they feel like all the attention would be on them. So yeah, I mean, I've heard that too. They they they're not they're not viewing it as you know I'm just getting you know ran through or trained or whatever you want to call it. They're feeling empowered because they got these three guys. You know, she may have these three guys that are doing what she wants to do, and she's getting all the attention. So, I mean, I say oh. that. That's, that's the reason I asked that question is because the, the, a women empowerment thing is, is, is just as prominent as guys, you know, saying, oh, I want two women or whatever the case may be. I mean, this day and age, women want oh, it, yeah. and there are, a lot, there are a lot of cats out here that's down with it. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's why I asked that question. Oh yeah, I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying that I probably wouldn't get down like that because I'm just that just feels like that could just go wrong in so many different uh, areas and, <laughs> and those type of things. And but there's but the the difference is uh, you know I, I've heard, I've had conversations with women who said the same thing. You know, it's not about it's not, you know because people it, to me it used to be looked upon if a, if a woman wanted multiple partners it was like a train. No, like you said, she's getting her issue off. And I'm sure you right. know some cats that will be like that. I don't care what it is. We all get, we all in this winning. Not how I get right. down, but you know, you know, like if she right. wants that no, old kisser reaction, I'm not gonna judge you. I'm just probably not gonna be in the building. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Getting turned around and getting, you know how you go to Boston Market and they got that rotisserie they keep spinning and spinning and spinning. That's probably how you know she might have wanted done. And I ain't judging. I'm just not the, not the old I hog roast. Hey man, that old pure hog roast too, boy. You know, you get the you know the kick and caboodle. But shout out to those man that's getting that man. Nope, Nola was looking her thing, and then at the end, Nola had a had a woman on the team. So shout out yeah, to her being empowered yeah. and doing her thing, and you know, as, as your son would say, living the, living the best life. So uh, right, <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, yeah, so you know, we had a listener letter about that. Uh, I think it was our last show. So shout out to the person who sent us the listener letter about that. So. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. As long as people are being honest with one another and safe, then hey, if you want to, you know, live your life like that, it's not on me to judge you. So go ahead and get sprayed and get laid out and get filleted. Shout out to my boy Jerome. I'll tell that story on the podcast one day too. <laughs> it's ill cat I met when I was like sixteen and Jerome. Should I tell it now? Nah, man. Save, uh, we'll, save, we'll, save we'll, that we'll say we'll say <laughs> we'll, we'll say we'll say it for Jerome. Jerome was ill dude. So that's another story. I got. We'll do some more like twenty eighteen. My wife has been. Super random, meeting random people who thought they want to tell me their, their business. So I'll tell some of those stories, some of the stories I can tell in 2018. But uh, yeah, yeah, man. So, so 
So transitioning to music, man. So we were talking earlier, man. So what's your give me your top your favorite album of twenty seventeen? Oh man. Um I would probably say, you know, there there were a lot of albums that I liked. Uh, my two favorites probably would be Big Crit number one. Um that that whole album was just, just insane to me. Shout out Big Crit. Um, that's probably one of my my, my favorite album. Um, and then that this most recent uh, Miguel album that just got released. Uh, I like that whole the whole joint on that too. Um, so that's probably my two favorite. Um, but I definitely uh, respect and shout out to SZA. Uh, she had a she had a banger that came out. Um, Kendrick of course with Damn. Um, I know that that Drake you know, dropped earlier in this year. Uh, I like that. Um, those who know about Mike J and I, uh, we're we like all types of music. Um, so I like the Maroon Five album that dropped this year, and I also like the Foo Fighters album that dropped this year. So uh, those would probably be my favorites if I had to just say you know whole albums that I liked or you know or that I felt were bangers. But uh, Big Crit and Miguel are probably my two favorite for the year. I gotta listen to that, Miguel. There's so much stuff for streaming. I forget what? stuff that comes out. I honestly yeah. forgot about it. Uh, I like the Big yeah. Crit. That's probably one of my favorite. Uh, I like Four Four Four. I like uh, I like Damn. I like Big Boy. I like Big Boy. I liked his album. It was really Ooh, good. Yeah, that was. And nice. also, yeah, a, yeah. A, a, it's a couple of sleepers. I don't know if you heard. Sci uh, High to Prince. No dope on Sundays. That was no 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 pun intended. That was dope. And I like that uh, yeah. Freddie versus Jason, uh, Jada Kiss and Fabulous. So I'm, I'm one of those people. Oh who yeah, that was a good one. That was yeah, a good that was, one. That was a that was a. I was I knew it would be good with the lyrics, but I, I didn't think they'd give that little soulful vibe too. But I I enjoyed that, yeah. man. So yeah. Hey, so shout that's out kinda, to also also another another up and coming artist that I, that I like, and I, I should have said her too. Uh, her literally, it's her H E R. She's 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 pretty nice too, man. Nice little soulful uh, R&B type, you know, cuts. Um, shout out to her up and coming. Hope hope that she um, can, you know, kind of be like go along the same lines of SZA and, you know, kind of find her groove and blow up a little bit because I definitely like her music. Yeah, I like the last SZA better than this one. This one was good, but I like the, I like the, I guess the first one better than the second one. The first one I just banged yeah. all the way through. I forgot what it was called. But, yeah, but yeah, shout out to SZA. You know, she got some, definitely got some cuts. But uh, hey man, so this year was also the year that kind of this song kind of came back, man. And you know we talked about the Oracle and Mason Cameron, you know, a few episodes ago. But listen, since it's 2017, man, what did you think when you heard and Remy Ma dropped that shooter that that Nicki Minaj this? Oh man, that was ugly. When I when I first heard that, I said, "Oh damn!" I, I felt like Big Sean on, "Oh damn!" Because <laughs> yeah. that that was heat. That was heat, man, um, and it made me feel good too, because it was like, yeah, so finally some competition. You know, folks ain't just you know either a rolling over for Nikki or Nikki's fame hasn't just you know just demolished other people in them you know within itself. She didn't have to do nothing, so uh, it made me it made me uh, excited because I was like, okay, Nikki's got to come out with something. She got to respond. You know, it took her seven and a half years to do it. <laughs> seems like, but, it was, it was um, whack too. and it was still and it was still whack at that. But I mean, it just was one of those things like competition. Like, all right, you know, Remy Remy came out swinging, so you know, let's let's see where this goes. So I definitely enjoyed that. I thought it was a, thought it was a hot uh, joint. I thought it was a hot song. Um, I was not. I'm not feeling the the uh, Remy and Lil Kim song as much. I mean, it's okay, but. 
uh, that that sheather was a game changer for real. Yeah, man. When I heard, I was like, "Whoa!" I th- did I tell you about it? Did I, I think I texted you about it? Huh? I think I texted yeah, you about it. You, you, te- yeah, you texted you texted me, and then uh, one of one of my other part or my my cousin Rick texted me. So yeah. Yeah, man. So I heard. I was like, "Whoa!" Number one, I was like, "Damn, it's like seven minutes." And then she addressed, you know, all the stuff, you know, the fake ass and her brother, you know, which is which is no yeah. serious. No, her brother's going to jail for uh, for like I think raping his stepdaughter, which is. So he deserves. If he did that, he definitely deserves to go to jail. But yeah, I wouldn't expect her to go. I wasn't expecting her to go there with the brother. But yeah, it was seven minutes of pure heat. And then when Nicki tried to respond, it was on a song with like Lil Wayne and Drake, and it was garbage. So yeah, yeah, man. I just, I, I definitely, trash, I definitely Mark. respect people who can rap. You know, I'm not like the, you know, I do have talent, but you know, I'm like I don't want to be like New York real rap all day B type cat, but. Definitely respect people who can rap in the art form. I think that's kind of been lost with some of these younger cats yeah. because it's so much about flow. But I want to hear, can you rap? You know what I mean? So, you know, that's just kind of one of the things I've been uh, been on, man. But, yeah, man. But, you know, Remy, she got with her. And then she dropped the second disc, and it was unneeded. It was like, yo, you don't have to do all that. It was just forced. So, right. But, yeah, that, that first one, was, it was enough. She should have just let the second one go. Cause that first, you know, because she didn't really address her. She's fine. She was pressed. But, yeah, uh, pretty much. Oh, another album that's another banger, man, that, that was out for 2017. Uh, that Big Shine hat was a banger. And I had never, oh, yeah. I mean, I always knew yeah. he could rap, but that Big Shine, it was it was a banger all the way through. Uh, I think yeah, Migos I'm a Big Shine fan. I like Migos. I like their album. Uh, yeah. Uh, there, was some, there was some good stuff this year. So I kind of mixed it up here lately. I've been on, like, been on a lot of old knives here lately. But uh, but yeah, man. But uh, definitely, man. It's been some good good music that's came out. I don't feel all of it because I'm not supposed to feel all of it. Some you know, 35 right, years old. Some of the stuff is not gonna touch me. But you know, I will give it a chance. Like I was telling Bowtie before we got on, I was listening to that uh, was that uh, uh, Quavo and Travis Scott. It's not too bad. Checked it out yesterday. So you know, if y'all got any music suggestions for us, hit us up. Like I said, everything's in the description. And uh, hey man, I guess before we go, hey man, we got a few people died this year, man. Uh, what was that? Uh, shout out to Chuck Berry, Suicide Doors, Chuck Berry. Now he went on and passed away. <laughs> Legs up, <laughs> Lambo does. Uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, Combat Jack. For those who don't know who Combat Jack is, he he yeah, was a podcast and he started his own network, and it's kind of with Bowtie and our, you know. Just a little bit of what we want to do in the future. So, and then one when I start following him on Twitter, he sent me a thank you back. And a lot of people don't do that, so I really appreciated that. And there's just some other people who died in 2017, man. That uh, that passed. Oh, shout out to Erica Gardner too. You know, I was about to say shout out passed, to Erica she passed, Gardner. She passed away, man. You know, you could just it's crazy for a family to you know you lose your lose a father like that, and I, it shows you how racism. It just not just tears you up, you know. Emotion tears you up physically. All that stress is put on you. So it's been so many people who passed away in 2017 that you know I don't have a list in front of my face. But you definitely just pray for them, pray for their families that you know that they can continue to you know to live on in our hearts and our minds and everything else like that. Absolutely, man. I don't, I have nothing else to ask to that, man. Definitely thoughts and prayers to those who have been lost and have lost loved ones and 
uh, definitely just, you know, continue to pray that y'all continue to be able to push forward and strive through it all. Yeah, man. So, uh, like, that's kind of our year in 2017 uh, wrap-up, you know, review, end-of-the-year show, whatever you want to call it. We just thank y'all for rocking with us. You know, we started this in August, September, so some of the big news stories we didn't talk about because, you know, we had we hadn't started yet. This was this dream was in its infancy, as they would say. So uh, definitely, man. I just like I usually bow tie comes with something, but this we put for twenty eighteen definitely push people to their dreams, their aspirations, be better people towards one another. You know, love yourself because you can't love no one else if you don't love yourself. And uh, mm-hmm. it's definitely, man, it's a ble- life's a blessing. However you believe, you know, Christian, Muslim, agnostic, whatever you believe in, you know, let's take live life for what it is and enjoy it. But so many people, I don't know, I've gotten to the point of you living for tomorrow that you don't really live for today. So uh, shout out for those. Shout out for people who've listened to us, who've, who've got, you know, they've, they've you know, multiple, multiple uh, revenue streams, and they've, they've lived working towards their dreams and starting their, you know, starting their own things, and they're building apps, and they're building their own practices and getting money, and they're doing stuff that they're passionate towards. So, you know, shout out to that for 2018. We really look forward to what we're going to do in 2018. Got some new things coming for you. I can't wait to announce it. As you can see, kind of, I'm excited right now. But uh, both time, man, close us on that for 2018, my man. Hey, man. Normally, I normally I give y'all a nice little, little quote to to uh, reflect on and try to empower you. All I want to say is God bless, peace, and love to to everybody who listens to us, everybody who follows us, um, all of our friends, families, loved ones, um, and even those of you guys that we don't know. I wish you all much success in 2018. I hope that you all, whoever is celebrating whatever you're doing, that you have a safe night tonight. Um, but just want to send you all, guys, good vibes um, and peace and blessings for, for 2018. And wish you all as much success as you possibly can have for 2018. That's from your boy, Bowtie Fresh. And one last thing. Uh, definitely, y'all make sure y'all buy four tickets apiece to go see Black Panther in February. If you know, so y'all make sure y'all check that out. No doubt. <laughs> No doubt, man. So, my brother, I'm going to holler at you, man. Hey, dog, I'm going to get the tickets like I did with Star Wars. But that will be a discussion we can have <laughs> on another one. <laughs> but, yeah, man, yeah, hey, right. I'm going to holler at y'all. And we're going to come back with y'all next week, probably next either Friday or Sunday. Yep. And we have another, you know, kind of getting what's going on in the world, man. So, both time, my brother, if I don't talk to you, man, have a happy new year, my brother. Happy new year, my brother. I'm out. All right, man, one time. Stop into Lowe's to fit a few more projects and a lot more savings into summer. Get your deck looking its best with the new Valspar Exterior Stain. It covers in one coat, is rain-ready in four hours, provides all-weather defense from the elements, and it's only at Lowe's. Then, get ready to kick off the fall grilling season with savings of up to 20% on select grills. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Grill offer valid through 829 while supplies last. See store for details.